Praise the Lord, each and every one of you here today. It's good to be here sharing this podcast with each and every one of you. I pray that you're all doing well during this time um, that we're dealing with. I know that with so much um, upon us, we need to trust God more than ever before. We see that God is able to do things regardless of our circumstances or the conditions around this world. I'd like to bring to you today a topic for us men on the submission to the sovereignty of God. With that, we see in many examples where submission can be a little tough for men, knowing that we are the providers and we are the leaders. Yet leaders are submitted, and that's why they are leaders. We see the examples with Cornelius as he was a man of submission and understood the commands that Jesus gave when he said, if you say to go, then um, your servant is healed. Um, But here we see where Jesus himself expressed the understanding of submission. And so coming to you here today, I pray that you're going to be blessed and enriched in these few segments that we're going to deal with right now. I'd like to talk to you about certain things that we all deal with as men. I'd like to talk to you about issues we deal with as men. Some of those issues is obviously submission um, unto authority, whether we um, admit to it or not, sometimes we, ha- we struggle with authority. Jesus understood this, and throughout the scriptures, we see that our patriarchs as well understood um, that submitting would take uh, laying ourselves down low and allowing God to step into our lives. The Apostle Paul addressed the church about the righteousness of the Jews as opposed to the righteousness of God. But nonetheless, we know that the ultimate obedience or act of obedience is to come before God and to submit unto him wholly and completely so that God can begin to heal our mind, our spirit, our body, and so that God can receive the glory and that God can manifest himself in our lives, in our matrimony, and in our children's lives. So there are certain reasons why we have issues with submitting. Sometimes it's our pride that no one can tell you what to do, and you're a man in your own right, and yet we know that that can be an error because our past has dictated by the results we've encountered. Sometimes we have an issue with submission because sin that is present in our life. These are habits and things that we're dealing with in secret 
in our lives and knowing that God does not desire that for us, but it is a battle that you've had for a while, but God wants to deliver you from that. And so that sin blocks you from submitting completely unto God. Another reason why we don't submit to God is because of some lies that we've told ourselves or they've told us, misconceptions and things that are simply not true. Some things that we've heard while we were hurt. That leads into my very next thing that um, troubles us from submitting completely is of an old wound. When we deal with old wounds, the wound itself can fester. This old wound can bring upon bitterness. It could bring upon some harsher attitudes like hatred. It can also bring upon indifference. This type of wound can bring unworthiness. It can bring upon an onset, and I'm sure you've dealt with this before. It can deal with incompetence, where you feel that you're not competent enough to lead or competent enough in your marriage or competent enough at your place of uh, employment. And so this can also manifest in not having the love for others that are near you and an attitude of being unlovable and perhaps being indifferent or just firm and not as lovable as you desire to be. And so these things or these um, uh, things that we're dealing with can lead into shame or I'm not good enough or the fact that I'm not respectable enough. And so it really begins to play in your spirit. It begins to play in you as a man, as someone that God has called and God has put a covering over and God has put a calling over so that you can lead. There, there was a lesson that I had given years ago. It's called the father wound. And the father wound is something in where, you know, a father that meant well and tried to provide as much as possible and I'm talking about a father that, that was a Christian man, if you had that privilege, that was trying to be there and guide you, but in his busyness, he got absent. And so an absent father is really a father that is causing a wound there to, to grow because of the lack of his presence. If we take this further and we were raised by a father that by all means try to do well, but he did not serve God. That draws upon other wounds that were created because of the lack of understanding of who he was in the presence of God. That creates a different set of wounds. Wounds that have cut us deep. Wounds that might still be open. Wounds that perhaps have grown into larger wounds. Wounds that have grown to penetrate even the heart. And that's where we need God to step into the chambers of our heart and begin to heal every chamber as it were, walking through the hallways of your heart 
and touching every wall, every hallway, every chamber, every crevice, every crook and cranny, every secret place that we have closed up for no one else to see, and even God himself, but God knows exactly where that place is at. He knows exactly what you've been hiding, what you've been closing up, and what you've kept in the darkest parts, and the darkest corners of your heart. God wants to heal that in your life today. God wants to heal that. We need to accept that we are a child of the Most High God. As a father, as a leader, as a provider, you are a child of the Most High God. That's the first thing you need to embrace in order to heal that wound. When that wound begins to heal, you will begin to submit back into the authority of God. Let me give you an example that we've dealt with here as far as submitting. We had Moses that wandered off for 40 years because he had a wound and he was wounded by his natural father that he felt that he was doing good, but in all reality, he had killed an Egyptian. And so Moses ran for the rest of his life for 40 years until he understood who he was in the presence of God. And it was then that God began to speak to him through that burning bush. It took 40 years to realize that, you know what, I am a child of God and I have a right to come before his presence. We have another example where the prodigal son, growing up in a godly home and yet here he began to allow a wound to fester while he lived in his father's home and in his father's home he began to see that others were blessed but yet he did not see his blessing he began to compare his blessings with everyone's blessings in his surroundings he was unfocused in his life that his focus was in everybody else's lives. And so he went with a petition to his father. And he asked his father, give me my portion. Allow me to work that portion. Allow me to work with my inheritance. This shows us a lack of submission to his authority. Isn't it amazing when... There is that lack of authority in your life. You feel the loneliest. I'm speaking to men that want to mend some things in their life. I'm speaking to all the men who would love to mend the wounds they've had in their lives. I'm speaking to men that want their heart healed once and for all. I'm speaking to men that want Jesus to walk in the chambers of their heart today. The prodigal son had to understand and realize that he had to submit to the authority of his father. The prodigal son understood finally that this inheritance is for a legacy. Can I tell you that your inheritance has been left from a legacy and you've got a legacy to leave behind?
We all have a legacy. It's up to us today how we're going to serve God. We're either going to submit to him or live according to our own righteousness. I said that there is a sovereignty of God over your life and the scriptures tell us that his sovereignty, there are no principalities, there are no powers that can take over his sovereignty over your life. Can I tell you that that wound that you've been carrying has kept you from your legacy? 1 Peter 2.24 tells us, By his wounds we are healed. You see, Jesus knew who he would deal with when he was dealing with man. He understood that man was going to be wounded. And so he took the wounds upon himself. He did something that would be relatable with you and I today. To be wounded and hurt is a common denominator here that God, the sovereign God, has over your life. 